Welcome to the Invisible India podcast. I'm Jessica. And I'm Abhishek. We are a cross-cultural couple doing life in India, exploring the lesser-known mysteries of Indian culture, interviewing fascinating figures who have chartered new territories, and sharing life as we raise our multicultural family amongst the complexities of modern Indian life. Namaste Sablo, Jessica here, living that North India monsoon life. Oh yeah. Today I am thrilled to have Vishali Patel on episode 55. She is the founder of Sanskar Teaching. Their goal is to bring children and adults closer to Indian values, traditions, and language through fun games and online learning tools. In the episode, we learn a little bit more about her and how she formed this exceptional program to help people from all over the world learn Gujarati, Hindi, and Punjabi, as well as the important cultural pieces underneath. Be sure to listen in to the end to hear about the discount Vishali's offering to listeners of the Invisible India podcast on her courses. Be sure to also see the video version of Vishali and I speaking on YouTube on the Invisible India podcast channel. Also, if you're listening on iTunes, Apple just put out some new policies. So please subscribe, or I think it's called follow now to the show if you aren't already doing that to, um, because then you'll be able to continue to have access to the full show. And of course, leaving a review is super helpful to increase the visibility of our show to others who are trying to find resources like this. It would mean a lot to me, and I will personally track you down on the internet and thank you if you leave a review on iTunes. It means a lot. I am so glad to have with us today Vishali Patel from Sanskar Teaching. If you are on Instagram and if you're following any Indian creators, you've probably seen Vishali and the different things that she brings to the table about trying to bring Indian culture and specifically Gujarati culture closer to people. So welcome to the Invisible India podcast, Vishali. Thank you for having me. Yes. So I we just want to jump right in and learn about your passion for teaching others Gujarati, for um, just hearing a little bit about you. So I know you were, were you born and raised in India. I was. I was born and raised in India until I was 16. And then I moved to the States. 16 is probably not the best time to move <laughs> anywhere, but at a country in a different culture. I mean, it was a big cultural shock for me. And I moved to a, a predominantly Caucasian area in Anaheim, California. And I wanted to have nothing to do with my Indian culture because I, I, I think part of it was I just didn't like being different. You know, I don't think people were mean. They were very embracing of, you know, but it's just those looks you get. And, you know, at 16, you don't know any better. You're just a teen. So it was, you know, for a long period of time, I stayed away from anything to do with Desi culture, Desi language, food, anything. I went to USC, moved on, got married. And then when I had my kids, I realized that I wanted them to learn to speak the language at least. So I would drive two hours because I live in San Diego and our temples in LA. So two hours each way on Saturdays, mm. just so they could learn the language yeah. and be around other children who were Gujarati. 
And if any of you out there are moms, you know how crazy yes. that would be. Two hours in a car ride one way with your kids, you know. And it was getting stressful. And actually, my son was around 10, 11 by then. And he started saying, Mom, why don't we just learn from home? Why do we have to drive all the way there? And in that time, I discovered Google Hangouts. So I said, all right, let's just do it at home. And then I started my sister's kids and I was doing it as service for a long period of time. And then when the kids were in high school, they're like, mom, this is really good and you're good at this. Let's, let's just turn it into something bigger. So it was actually my family who pushed me to create Sanskar teaching. And of course, you know, being from a traditional Desi family, there was this idea that First, I didn't have any qualification, meaning I don't have any degrees and, you know, I don't have education degrees or a background. <laughs> sure. I got my bachelor's from um, SC in biology because I was pre-med like most Indian kids are. And then I got <laughs> married and pregnant. And one thing I was really clear about was I wanted to stay at home when my kids were born. So I stayed home and raised my kids. And, you know, it's it's nice to have the support system I do so that... I've felt like, you know, I don't necessarily always have to have uh, a paper that says I'm qualified because I've been doing this for a long period of time. And my kids went to, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Waldorf School of System, um, Education. So my kids went to Waldorf schools for many, many years. And I loved being a parent. But while I was a parent there, I started taking courses and learning more about it. The, you know, head, heart, and hands. And I love their approach was so kind and gentle, yet firm, where the kids were learning what was truly important. And I, when I started creating my curriculum for Sanskar teaching, I started incorporating that into the curriculum so that I'm bringing these Indian languages where students and children are actually wanting to learn rather than the traditional system of let's learn our ABCs or kakagas or however we do it. So that's how Sanskar teaching came to be. I love how your passion for Gujarati language and culture really is so genuine and it really comes through. And I, I see how you've brought that gentleness and that uh, just kind of kind approach into the way that you also are teaching others Gujarati. It's not the uh, traditional sense of, like you said, you know, rato, ye, ga, 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 you know, just copy the things over and over. Yeah. It's it's more can, in context and in relationship and things, the things that really matter. And, and I think that's one of the things that is so appealing about what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I, I want to, it seems like, this came about so naturally for you and out of just a need that was right in front of you in your community. And um, so how did you start, like where, who are most of your students now? Is it, a, you find yourself teaching a lot of Indian American families or is it mostly non-Basis who are wanting to learn? <laughs> Yeah, surprisingly, it's actually everybody, anybody who's wanting to learn Gujarati, and it's not limited to students or families just in America. We have global students. So we have teachers in Australia, in England, in um, South Africa, and, you know, in the United States. And 
As we become a global family, we have lots of mixed families. So we have lots of students that are, that have actually not, they're not Indian in a sense that they don't have a parent who's of an Indian descent, but they're either dating or married or have parent, one parent who's Indian, or they just want to learn the language. And it's also for those that, you know, traditionally have been born and raised in a in Gujarati or a Hindi speaking family, but as they got older and because they live in a country or a place where, you know, Gujarati or Hindi is not their primary language and they, they, they're kind of losing the touch with the language and culture and they want to bring more of that into their families. But driving around, because traditionally these language schools were taught at a temple, you know, so driving around for you know, two hours or like we did, you know, it's crazy. And then with COVID, it was just a no brainer that there's no way anybody could go anywhere. So the structure, you know, of the class, the way we've organized it, I think it really works that even though it is in front of a screen, you're still moving mm -hmm. around. You're it's very natural. It's very it, within the context of things that you'd want to know. And I just enjoy how you have like learning the rhymes, learning a song, learning some of the absolute basics. And I think that's where a lot of the other language programs go wrong. Yeah. For example, when my first language school that I ever went to in 2007, the first page is Kalam. Ye Kalam hai. So it's like, why is this the most important thing that you think, page one, I need to know, Kalam. This is a school-centered approach. You're wanting me to learn Kalam because that's what you're going to talk about in school. That's not what I'm going to talk about in real life with people. It would be more exactly. important if I'm living yeah. in India, of, you know, like, yeah. Whatever it might be in the in the place that you're living, or it might be how to greet people. Some things that are just natural. Why can't you, you know? And that's one of the things that you, I think, exactly. Not like you need my validation, but I just really appreciated how these are the most important things <laughs> that, that I you're value. bringing into the program right away. One of the things I think that's helped me create this curriculum is because. At Waldorf schools, we were surrounded by international students that were from different countries. And I actually really felt like I was welcomed mm. in that space. I could walk in wearing a sari and nobody looked at me funny. It was more like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. Mm. Tell me more about it. People wanted to learn. And same thing for language. It's, it's more becoming um, a way to connect with people. And I think connecting doesn't have to be ka se kalam, you know, ka se kabooter. It goes beyond that, that aap kaise ho, aapki tabiyat kaisi hai. So one of the things that we incorporate in our um, live classes is we do this thing called a dada dadi homework. So oh. <laughs> student, younger students and the younger classes are encouraged to have this conversation with a native speaker so they could get on FaceTime or, you know, technology is wonderful. We could connect, however, but to actually practice speaking Hindi with their grandparents. That's wonderful. You know, so making it more practical rather than just by the book. Yes. And that's where some so many of the students, I imagine, that might be one of their motivations is being able to connect with their grandparents in a more close sure. way. So that's just 
brings it right to the point of even even if they fail, which I'm sure many of them don't, even that gesture of saying, I'm trying to learn and I'm trying to talk to my dada dadi and this is something that's part of my program. I'm sure their dada dadi just love that. <laughs> Chalo, hamara bache kuch seek rahe, ye log koshish to kar rahe. That's exactly. in and of itself brings them closer, yeah. accomplishes and the purpose in a small way. For sure, yeah. And I think as this is my favorite part of the whole program is getting to create the curriculum, and I work on it mm. every single term. So our full curriculum is five sessions long for each level. And each session, I sit down and I figure out what can I learn from the previous session and what's working and what's not working. And making it, you know, not just conversational, but more fun. So it goes beyond just learning the language because there are festivals that come around. There are traditions we explore. Why do we do this? You know, because we're in that generation where we want to know. Our parents just followed things because they were told yeah. to do it. Now we want to understand so we could do it with a deeper mm. understanding. You know, that's such a great point. I think that's yeah. that what you're doing. It's really it is really meeting the new generation where they need to be met. Is is why do we do these things? That's because people are you know, especially if you live outside of India, people will ask you. People don't automatically know why do you touch the why do you bend down and touch the feet of the, your elders. Like, exactly. isn't that kind of degrading? Yeah. Like, exactly opposite of that, you know? Opposite, so exactly. knowing why we do that, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's just, that's really interesting how you, how you bring all that in and how you're cognizant of that really felt need that a lot of, especially I think Indian Americans, Indian Canadians, even, you know, Indian British, probably, you know, diaspora people all over sure. probably feel. Yeah. Right, uh, definitely. Yeah, I, I just feel lucky that I get to do this work. It's 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 one of the best things that I, I get to do and explore. Yeah. So what about I mean, what is one of the most satisfying things about teaching? Ah, so <laughs> I, I love that telling the story because our adult class students predominantly are non-Indian. They're either married to, uh, you know, a Gujarati person or a Hindi person. As you know, we don't just teach Gujarati. We teach Gujarati, Hindi, Marathi, mm. and Punjabi. And in the summer, we're introducing Telugu and Malayalam, which I'm hey, super excited great. about. So this is going to be great. Yeah. So the adult students, part of the reasons they take this course is because they want to be able to communicate mm. with their new family either they're dating or married to a Gujarati person or they're traveling to Gujarat for a business reason. And I love because adult, you know, because they, their brains are more progressed. So their progress goes faster. You get to see results a little bit faster. And when I get to see them, you know, communicating with their mother-in-laws or father-in-laws or any of the family members in simple Gujarati, it, it really warms my heart. And I feel like, you know, even younger kids, when a lot of times I attend Indian functions and I'll see younger kids sitting on one side and, you know, adults on the other side mm. because the kids have that language barrier and they don't sure. feel like they fit in, especially here in the U.S. And then I get to see them talking to their grandparents in whatever little Gujarati or Hindi they know. And... That's what it's about. I want them to come to a point where both of them, the older generation, because the 
we're in a place where the older generation does speak English. You know, they, the grandparents, most of them speak English. However, their true feeling mm. is normally mm. easier for them to communicate when it's in their native language. You know, I can ask you, how are you, Jessica? Or I could say, you can feel there's, it. A dif- there's a subtle difference, but you can feel it. And I love mm-hmm. that, you know, this program gets to mm. bridge that gap and make those connections, those tiny connections. That's what's most satisfying for me. Hmm. About bridging the connections and seeing those relationships change from change from something distant to something a little bit more closer and more relatable. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Hey, breaking in here just for a second to tell you about Hindi Unlocked. My friend, John Ryder, the founder of Hindi Unlocked, is taking Hindi learning to the next level. If you want something systematic to dive into the grammar and meanings behind things in Hindi, this is the course for you. He has beginner and intermediate levels on his site, hindiunlocked.com, and tons of free resources, including the 30-day Hindi challenge. If you sign up for any course and use the code INVISIBLEINDIA, you will automatically get a 10% discount. Sweet. And if you want to try out private tutoring before July 30th, 2021, you can get a free first lesson with John when you mention the Invisible India podcast. Oh my goodness. Why would you turn that down? (laughs) You can email him at John, that's J-O-N, at HindiUnlocked.com and check out the courses online as well. You can see all of these codes and discounts mentioned in the show notes of this show and on my offers page, invisibleindiapodcast.com slash offers. It is so easy to find. If you've seen any of our latest videos, my kids have really been inspiring me lately. I've been diving into Hindi quite a bit with my four and seven-year-old, and as a result, I wanted to share my learnings. I have a new free download on my site. If you haven't downloaded the Hindi Kids Starter Kit, check out this new resources with recommendations for kids age zero to six from my favorite bilingual Hindi learning resources and movies for that age group. This is a vetted list of contextually rich vocabulary and settings that will help your child to get closer to the Hindi language. Go to my website and you will see a prompt there to sign up at the bottom of my page to sign up and download, invisibleindiapodcast.com. Okay, back to Vishali. So a lot of the people that follow or listen to the Invisible India podcast, many of them are in relationships with a Desi person and people who are interested in Indian culture from the outside. Some NRIs who are living abroad and just are interested in wanting to connect to Indian culture in a different way. And then many open-minded Indian people who are also listening to the show. So for someone who's from the outside who is wanting to kind of lean in and maybe doesn't have much idea at all about Indian culture from what they know, maybe they're in a relationship with an an Indian. So what would be a good place for them to start with your curriculum? I've looked at a lot of your YouTube videos. Let's say that they've looked at your page, your Instagram and your YouTube, and they don't know where to go next. What would be the next place for them to start? Right. I, I think, as you mentioned, there are a lot of people that are, you know, wanting, and they, some people just have a karmic connection with India. 
and you just <laughs> want to learn more, you know, more about the culture and the languages and mm. such. Our biggest program we have is the Zoom school or our live classes that meet once a week with the live teacher. And um, you get your curriculum package during the week that you could work on. And then during the class, the teacher actually mm. teaches you. Now we have preschool to adult classes. We have different level classes. We start with kids young as three wow. to five, and then they go to level one, then they go to level two, then they go to level three or the adult classes. We also have teen classes and each curriculum is catered towards that age group. So three to five year olds are learning mm. more songs and stories and, you know, basic vocabulary. And a lot of these you know, classes are on the weekend. So for some reason, if you can't commit to those times or it doesn't work out, best place to start is our Essentials Basic Gujarati course, which is an online um, video lesson course with lots of um, PDFs and worksheets and quizzes to test your knowledge. And it's a learn at your own pace mm. course and you have it wow. for a lifetime. So you could learn basic skills conversational skills, then you can pass it down to your children, grandchildren, whoever you wish to pass it down to. And there's a crash course that's basically for um, communicating and surviving in this Gujarati, you know, setting. And I think um, we have a discount code for your followers. Yeah. And this course is a wonderful, wonderful course. We've had it for two years, but every few months we go in and we add bonuses you know we'll add fun things like the course can be uh, used for a younger student and older student and then we keep adding you know little things extra in there the other place to start is of course to follow us on instagram and facebook at Sunstar teaching yeah and one of the funny things i do is i have a person i play it's called kamla masi and that's on TikTok. And what I do is I give you, uh, people a glimpse of uh, a typical Guju mom that okay. we have. And um, it's, it's, a, it's only for laughs. It's not meant to offend anybody because there's Kamramasi that lives inside of me. You know, it comes yeah, out once sure. in a while. But there, um, you could follow us on uh, Pinterest. We've got different, our YouTube channel is a great place because. Uh, for example, this morning's post was about resources for elder family members mm. that are, for example, because of COVID are hospitalized and they're not in touch with any family members, but you could download so many things uh, for them on an mm. iPad, give it to them. And they would, you know, they would be able to spend, it could have the budget mm. monies or, you know, stories, notics, audiobooks, lots of things. So our goal is to go beyond just the language school and make this make kind of give you a little glimpse of the world, you know, a Gujarati world or a Hindi world or mm. Marathi or Punjabi. It's not just language learning. It's yeah, a lot so much more, more than, than that. that. And that's 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 so needed in our world today. Like what you're you're filling a very felt need. And yeah, um, yeah I think that's really important. Thank you. When I am really stressed out and I need to rely on my faith, you know, to feel like I'm anchored. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the meaning of the budget in just a second, but I'll just sing a couple of lines for you. Hari ne bhajta haji koi ni 
लाज जतान थी जाई रे जेनी सुरता समड़िया रे हरि ने भजता हजी कोई लाज जतान थी जानी रे so what this one means is that the one who has trust and faith in god will never be left alone will will always have something to rely on it's it's one of the things that i sing around the kitchen when i'm cooking when my mind's all over the place and i need to kind of ground myself and bhajan singing in general if you, you and you've been following me so you know that it's something very close to my heart i love singing i'm not a professional but i feel like it's a great way to connect with you know the divine and the so supreme power so it's it's wonderful bahut sundar bahut khoobsurat gana hai bahut khoobsurat bhajan hai thank you for sharing that with us thank you um i just want to thank you again for coming on and thank you for what you're doing this is one of the reasons i wanted to have you on it because i'm i can sense your genuine passion and how contagious that is and i i really you know one of the things that i'm trying to do with this show is elevate people who are doing those kind of things i don't want people to you know people ask me oh can you teach me hindi i'm like why would i do that i'm just i am also a learner and you want to learn from desi people you want to learn these cultural nuances if you learn from me you are going to be short selling yourself a lot and you want to <laughs> not to mention just connecting and understanding the larger context of indian culture and respecting where the the people from who this really comes from the people who this belongs to and so that's what i'm trying to do with the show is kind of connect people who want to learn with people who can teach and uh so with that you know you got you've offered to uh give a discount for people who are listeners of our show to the different programs you have and so uh all the links everything are going to be in the description of the show notes on YouTube on iTunes Spotify everywhere that this is it's going to be on our website and this is a really amazing opportunity that um you're giving and i believe that the code is invisible india if you go and type that in you can get 15% off of any of the courses the things that i have seen on the website are beautifully done videos and materials and you also have products too yes which are on there which is really fantastic yeah. so Thank you so much for having me and I am so impressed with the work you're doing and one of these days I'd love to have a chat with you how you know well you've embraced the culture wholeheartedly not just with the language and you know you definitely have an old connection you know in your heart to India and thank you thank you for doing what you do and hopefully we'll get to do this again another time and we'll chat some more would love to thank you so much Vishal ji Thank you. The music for the Invisible India podcast is performed by Christopher Halen Sitar and Ed Henley on tabla on Rag Bhim Palasi.